Hello and welcome to MacCast, a podcast from the Department of Media and Communication at St. John Fisher College. I'm Dr. Lauren Vicker. We're in the final week of online classes during the coronavirus pandemic. And today we ask, what happened to all the students who are enrolled in internships during the spring semester? After spring break, we in the Media and Communication Department contacted supervisors to see if they would be able to accommodate interns working remotely. Most were able to do so, with a lot of shuffling around as they figured out how to work from home themselves, deal with canceled events, and devise ways to give their interns virtual experiences. We should note that our program is not generally designed to include virtual internships. We want our students to have the experience of a professional setting and face-to-face networking opportunities. However, challenging times call for us to be flexible in our approach to internships. Today, we meet one of our spring interns, Noelle Aquilano, a senior December graduate in the Department of Media and Communication. And we're also pleased to welcome Noelle's internship supervisor, Mary Hadley, senior program manager at Causewave Community Partners here in Rochester. Mary and Noelle are here to talk about their experiences this semester from both sides of the intern-supervisor relationship. Welcome to MadCast, and thanks to both of you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. So, Mary Hadley, could you start off by telling us a little bit about CauseWave and your role there? Sure, I'd love to. Um, I'm a senior program manager at CauseWave. I've been there about four years. Uh, we are a nonprofit organization. We've been around since 1950, actually, so this is our 70th anniversary, if I did my math right. And uh, we were formerly the Ad Council of Rochester, but about four years ago, we changed our name to better reflect the work that we're doing in the community. So our mission is really to help nonprofits be successful, and we do that through a variety of capacity building programs to help them with programs like fundraising and marketing communications, brand development, strategic planning, board development, and you know, whatever custom program work we can partner with them on to help them achieve their missions. Um, on the other side of our business, we collaborate with a number of uh, coalitions in the community to tackle big community challenges like lead reduction or traffic safety or organ donation. And so our role in those activities are to facilitate, um, you know, community stakeholders coming together to uh, analyze what behavior changes need to happen in order to um, make the changes necessary to improve those topics in our community. I was going to say we have uh, we have nine people on staff. We work with about 150 to 200 nonprofits uh, throughout each year, so it's a busy workload. And then uh, we work not only in Monroe County but in the surrounding counties as well. Wow, it sounds like your mission has really expanded since you rebranded from being the Ad Council. Is that correct? It has, you know, and we've grown in terms of our staff and our staff uh, skills and capacity. So do you have interns on a regular basis at CauseWave? We do. Every uh, term we have uh, anywhere from two to four interns, depending on the workload that we have at the time. And they come from... um, really all of our uh, institutions in, in the area. Very good. So, Noelle, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up as an intern at Causeway? 
So I am a junior media management major at St. John Fisher College. And I ended up at Causeway because I am a member of the Prima Group, which is St. John Fisher College's student-run public relations, integrated marketing, and advertising agency. And Causeway actually came into one of our meetings, Aaron and Eric did. And immediately, I liked the organization. It was everything I always thought I wanted to intern at. And Eric said that if any of us wanted to intern, we should apply. And I immediately reached out. And he told me that they didn't have any positions available and I was completely crushed. And then he emailed me a couple weeks later and a position opened up and um, I ended up getting the job and it was amazing. I was super happy. We so I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know at our internship meeting on campus, you told everyone, I have the best internship in the world. So what, what makes the experience so great there? Well, not to brag, but Mary's super great, but um, what makes it really great is that both Mary and Aaron allow me to work on projects, anything that I really want to get my hands in. So I'm interested in social media and event planning and strategic planning, and I love research. So I've been given anything I've ever wanted to work on and experience in because they know that someday I hope to work for a nonprofit. So it was an amazing experience that really allowed me to gain new connections and work with people in the community and help nonprofits build more brand awareness. So it was amazing. Well, it sounds like that's all an intern could ever hope for. Um, so the internship was going really well. Plans for events were in the works. And then we found out right after spring break, campus was closing, courses going online, and all the professionals would begin working from home. So. Mary, did, did CauseWave have a plan for this kind of contingency? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, fortunately, we had dabbled a little bit in web video meetings, um, again, because some of our work works with nonprofits outside of our county, and travel can be restrictive at times. Uh, we've done some meetings via Zoom um, and another platform. So at least we had an account and we had some familiarity with it. Um, but to be able to um, actually shift all of our focus to working online, uh, we had to do some quick shuffling. Uh, so a lot of the work we can that we do involves facilitation and oftentimes involves a small group activity, um, getting people up to work on, you know, poster paper, to do things like voting and meetings, prioritization. And those things, you know, are extremely challenging to do in an online fashion. So while I think we had some of the fundamentals covered in terms of how you conduct meetings online, to do some of the in-depth um, facilitation work, it, it was quite an adjustment. Um, fortunately with Noelle, she kind of uh, pivoted right with us to be able to work together, you know, in, in Zoom or Google Hangouts we use a lot as well. And, um, you know, fortunately for us, she's such an independent worker and strong performer that we could easily throw work her way and um, she just, you know, consumed it and, you know, checked back in with us. So um, actually the intern part of this might have been the more simple, uh, at least for Aaron and I, because uh, Noelle is local and, you know, is so sort of easy to work with and connect with anyway. So 
you needed to settle the staff, but settling the intern maybe wasn't as difficult, but you must have had to make some adaptations in terms of the work that she was doing. Yeah, I think uh, perhaps in some of the larger meetings where uh, I can't remember if Noel, if you got to participate in any of our brand development workshops, but you know that that definitely changed. We had to push those out in time. Um, and then Aaron and I, because we work beside each other, you know, um, Noel's other supervisor, uh, you know, before Noel would come in, sometimes we'd be scrambling because Noel is super fast. I mean, she can get things done. And so we were constantly on our toes trying to figure out what is the next best project to support um, both her growth and development as well as getting our work done. And so it was easy having Aaron right beside me and we could say, oh, so would you like Aaron, uh, Noel to work on the survey today? Or do you have something else for her to do? And if, if we didn't have anything on our plate at that time or we were otherwise consumed, it was easy to do a shout out to the rest of the staff and say, hey, does anybody have a project that you could use Noel's help on? And so that part from a work management was easier when we were physically all in the same space. Um, but I think we as a staff very quickly learned to use, you know, Google Chat, Hangouts, um, connect with each other. And so I think it, after about a week or two, I felt like we got in a groove. I, I think we dropped the ball with Noel a little bit there as we were settling ourselves. Um, uh, but then we, we got right back to it. One of the platforms we use to help um, navigate our work with interns is Trello. And so what we do is we post cards, we create little mini projects and we create Trello cards for that intern that has all the detail about the work and links to appropriate files and expectations and deadlines and who's there to support and so forth. And so we kept the Trello board alive and, and Noelle is really good about going in and managing that. And so she could grab a card and we could see as she moved it from like in the input file to working on to the done file. Um, and that, that sort of came back into focus pretty quickly after we had to move remote. So Noelle, I know this change meant a lot for you. You mentioned that you work with the Prima Group on campus, so you had some events that um, weren't, weren't going to happen. And so could you talk a little bit about how your tasks changed both as a, as a student and also as an intern working with Causeway? So right now in the Prima group, I'm the director of finance. So I'm in charge of thousands of dollars. And then I'm also the account executive for Gilda's Club. So we hold an annual Gilda's Cup on campus. And it is an insane amount of work. It's a lot of fundraising and then event planning. And we had pretty much everything done. We had a lot of fundraisers. We were almost done with the event planning. And then COVID-19 hit. And Honestly, this is where my internship came in and I was crisis uh, communication and I was um, making sure that I wasn't splattering canceled on the entire event because I still wanted people to donate to Gilda's Club and to still do as much as I could for the organization. But it was definitely hard to see that event canceled because I know how much work my team put into it, how much I put into it, how much my co-account executive put into it. So it was definitely hard to hear that it was canceled, but I'm happy with how we ended it and we're actually able to use the fundraising we got this year for next year. So I'm happy with it in the end. Excellent. Excellent. And you still said that your internship kept you very busy. 
um, yes, they did keep me pretty busy. There was a week while we were all adapting to it, but I was also adapting to school during that week. So I was actually pretty thankful for the week off so I could, um, you know, relax a little bit and try and figure out school online. And get used to that. Yeah. So we have a portfolio requirement for our interns. Would you say your portfolio looks a lot different now this semester because of halfway through having to move to online work? I'm actually very thankful. Okay, so I don't want to phrase it like that, but I'm thankful almost that um, uh, we went online because I was able to like showcase my skills. Like I'm more diversified now. Like I'm able to work online. I'm able to be in person. Now I have crisis communication in my resume. I never thought I'd have that as a student, and now I have it in my um, internship experience and in my school experience and in my Prima experience. So it was a terrible situation that I hope we never repeat ever, but <laughs> um, it was really great to gain that experience because it's such a talking point in interviews. Yeah, yeah, really putting a positive spin on things. So Mary, um, how would you say this experience has changed the way you think that Causewave is going to be working and doing business in the future? Yeah, I think it's really opened our eyes to the ability to work remotely. I mean, I think um, we love the work that we do and we're really passionate about helping nonprofits. Um, and sometimes when we have to travel, which we've gone as far as Binghamton, I think, in the past, but you know, the, it's hard to do that when you have to uh, have that travel time in there and also, you know, adds a layer of cost that we don't really want to pass on to nonprofits. So I think this allows us to not only be more creative in how we do our work uh, with um, nonprofits that are further away from Village Gate where we are, it also allows us to include people that might otherwise not normally be able to participate in a meeting due to travel or being located mm -hmm. in a different place. We often work with boards of directors who sometimes have board members that live out of state now. So I think this really has opened our eyes as to a way to incorporate them and not lose out on their, you know, creative ideas and voices in our processes. Um, so I, you know, I, I think, Noel, you said it well, they're kind of like, we never want to see this happen again, but I think there are opportunities to take our learnings and be able to do our jobs better. Um, someone said to me this week, it was interesting that uh, being on Zoom, Actually, if you think about being in a room with people, like let's say 10 to 15 people, sometimes there are side conversations that go on and you may not be focusing. And if you're on a Zoom call, that really doesn't happen. You're very much focused on the speaker. Um, you're politely engaging with each other. And I feel like there are just some social habits in terms of how we conduct meetings and so forth that are really interesting to think about as we move forward as well to be effective and efficient. And I think that's a great positive spin that both of you have put on this, um, this terrible thing that's happened to us. So do you think that what's happened this semester is going to affect your ability to work with interns in the future? I don't think so. I mean, we are actually recruiting um, our summer intern class. We made the decision that I think we now have the courage to be able to do this. Uh, hopefully it will work out. Um, one of our interns this semester uh, actually went home. She lives in California. So we've had to deal with time zone. 
And um, interestingly, in our pool of candidates for this summer, we are looking at an intern who's going to stay potentially in another country. So wow. I think if we can learn to navigate the time zone differences, uh, it again opens up an opportunity to to uh, incorporate interns in a different way. Now it does require um, perhaps a little bit more discipline on our part. Um, I think when Aaron and I dropped off the face of the earth a little bit uh, for Noel, it was because some of our partners had shifted out their timelines and we were trying to figure out what our wor workload looks like. And you know, we are grateful to our interns because we don't pay them anything. And so everything we get is really just a bonus for us. And and so we really try and very much tune the work to be what's going to be in their wheelhouse and what is going to help them grow and be a good resume builder and provide those experiences, which sometimes makes it a little bit harder because we don't always have the exact type of work that uh, we want to provide for our interns. So, you know, it, it's going to make us be a little bit uh, more disciplined, but I, I think we're going to going to push through it and do the best we can. Oh, that sounds great. So. Noelle, um, how would you say your experience has changed your perspective about your future plans after you graduate in December? So when I was just starting my internship at CauseWave, I wanted to work for a nonprofit, but I wasn't 100% certain. And I still wasn't until the COVID crisis hit and CauseWave started doing free one-hour consults to nonprofits in need. And I saw all the good we were doing and I'm... I would say 99.9% .9 certain I would love to work for a nonprofit someday. I just, I, I love that feeling um, at the end of my internship hours where I just walk away and I'm like, wow, I just had such a big effect on all the work we're doing at CauseWave and I'm helping all these other nonprofits and I'm doing social media for the Drive to Be Better campaign. So just all of these things that are helping other people, it's just a rewarding experience that I just really want to be a part of for the rest of my life. That's great. And I really love ending on such a positive note during this global pandemic. So Mary Hadley, Noelle Aquilano from Causeway Community Partners. Thanks so much for joining us today on MattCast. Thank you. It's Thank you. MattCast is a production of the Department of Media and Communication at St. John Fisher College. Listen on SoundCloud or subscribe on Apple Podcasts and like us on social media so others can find and enjoy these conversations. Jennifer Rari is our audio producer, working from her home in Syracuse and sharing Wi-Fi with her parents and three brothers. Our original theme music was composed and performed by Dr. Joseph Lopicaro. Jordan Proietti designed our logo. Cecil Felton is our executive producer. And I'm Lauren Vicker. Thanks for joining us. Please stay safe and well. And we'll see you next time when we meet our senior award winners from the class of 2020.